My name is Michael Rosenberg, and I want to welcome you to the Entrepreneur's Connection Show. In this show, we are going to share the tactics, the tricks, the mindset about how you, a coach, consultant, expert, can connect authentically and genuinely with your audience, with your target clients, so that you can create an impact out in the world. And for me, this changed everything. I went from going from you know, slamming the phones, cold calling, to genuinely connecting with people and creating amazing relationships. And if you wanna do the same, then I can't wait for you to hear everything that we've got, all the amazing experts right here on the Entrepreneur's Connection Show. Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Connection Show. We are here with a returning guest, Steve, Six Minutes Steve. What up, and what up? He is an absolutely amazing transformational coach, literally transforming you in six minutes. I mean, it could be more, but I, I don't know if that's why you called six minutes, Steve, but that's why I'm calling you right now. Um, I'm, I'm going to flow it right over to Steve so he can share a little bit about his story of how he got started as being a coach and what he's up to now. And then we're just going to dig into some juicy gems about transformation. And Steve is just going to share all the amazing information that that he has to give. So thank you for being here, Steve. My absolute pleasure, my dude. Hey, look, I'm happy to start at that that point there with the whole, what does six minutes Steve mean? Um, because I get asked this a lot. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people think it's something to do with, uh, you know, sex and how long you last in the bedroom. And I kind of, I kind of, I don't mind that. I think it's really funny. <laughs> I can see you laughing. Um, it's funny because it creates a little bit of mystery and people always want to know. So it's generally one of the first questions I get asked is like, yo, what is the six minute thing? I'll be on zoom calls, like group chats and stuff. And I'll just have someone message and be like, just like privately and be like, so what's this? What? I don't know. Six minutes. What is it? Right. Yeah. It's the all a big story... marketing ploy. No, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's got nothing to do with how long I last in the bedroom. Uh, in fact, if you want to know my specific number, it's about, well, okay, let's say it is six minutes, but that's including like five minutes and 30 seconds worth of cuddling, if I'm completely honest. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's six, a, it's a wrong six type minutes, of podcast. Six minutes in this dimension and then like 18 hours in a different one. Just, exactly. You know, exactly. it's like that liftoff time. It's like six minutes and then out of this world. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> It's uh, the, the six minutes is interesting. So I was working at this job and uh, it was funny because I was in um, a production department. So we did a lot of Photoshop work and that kind of stuff. And uh, there was another guy who was also named Steve. Uh, he was just a casual. And so one of the girls was talking to me, but he'd happened to be walking past and she said, oh, Steve. So he turns around and he's, she's like, oh, no, not you. I meant, <laughs> I meant this other Steve, right? And then he said, there's too many Steves. But she thought he'd said, because he was sort of walking past, she thought he'd said two minutes, Steve, in reference to me. And she thought it was the funniest thing ever. It's like, oh, two minutes, Steve. I don't know if you guys have those in the US, but it's like the little instant ramen kind of packets, right? And they're called two minute noodles here, a lot of them. Okay, yeah, yeah. You cut out there for a second, but it's fine. Oh, what, what, what did you miss? Let's see. You, you said, she said two minutes, Steve, and then yeah. you cut out. You, she, you said, oh, she thought it was the funniest thing ever, and then it cut out, and then you said noodles. Yeah, yeah. So that's, all I said was, yeah, I'm not sure if you guys have them over, over there, but... Um, yeah, ramen, a little cup yeah, of ramen noodles. Yeah, yeah, instant ramen, yeah. So we, we have a brand here called Two Minute Noodles. 
Um, and so because we worked in this production department, we did all this Photoshop work. They created a two minute noodle packet, but they called it two minute Steve. And it, they put my face on this thing because I used to eat a lot of noodles, right? Because uh, it was just such an easy snack to kind of have in my drawer. So if I ever just forgot to have my lunch or something, yeah, I would yeah. just smash a, a little cup of noodles. Um, so yeah, it was became this funny thing. And then um, the, there was a, a sub sort of subsidiary um, a company that's sort of attached to ours and they had these little two minute timers. So then I came in one morning, they stuck a whole bunch of two minute timers on my desk and they're like, oh, two minutes, Steve. And it just became this funny thing. Um, and even for my birthday, they put used this little Photoshop two minute noodle, two minute Steve packet, uh, the picture, and they stuck it all around my desk and they, you know, did all this stuff. So it was this funny little joke, this little inside joke that we had with myself and my little team. And I thought it was hilarious because I was like, two, two minutes, Steve, it was really funny. Um, and so I, but I felt like I had to keep defending myself. I'm like, guys, guys, I, it's at least a minute and, and, and a half of cuddling, right? So I've, I've been using that joke for a long time. <laughs> um, and the fact that I went with it and I just was like laughing because it didn't matter because uh, I'm a big believer in laugh at yourself first, right? So mm -hmm. it was fine. It was just became this funny joke. So anyway, uh, then that was the time where I started, you know, doing all this Snapchat stories and I started to get out there and speak uh, and start my my little, uh, you know, personal development, coaching, teaching space. That was kind of the beginning of it all those years ago. Um, but I needed a name for it. And they were like, why not two minutes Steve?" And I was like, oh yeah. And then I was trying to think of these cool different words like inspired and all this kind of stuff. And it's kind of felt really separate, you know? I, just, mm. I wanted it to capture me and, and my personality and all those kinds of things. Like, who am I? You know, I, I wasn't, I didn't want to be one of those people um, who's like, you know, it's me from inspired, blah, 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 blah. Cause it was just, you know, I, I, and that's cool for people to do that. I just didn't feel like it, it connected with me as much. Right. So I was trying to find all his names. Nothing was really sticking. And um, I, then they kept saying, just call it two minutes, Steve. And I was like, two minutes is like, there's not a lot you can say in two minutes. So I was talking to my brother about it. He goes, what if it was six or seven minutes, Steve? And that way you got that alliteration with the S sound. Mm -hmm. And I was just like six minutes, Steve. And I was like, man, that just, rolls off the tongue that's cool it does it does uh, so then i needed to, it needed to mean something for me though right mm -hmm. so i was like well what's six minutes right it's six lots of minutes so six lots of 60 seconds so when you go six times yeah six times 60 if i'm not mistaken i haven't done the math for a while but i believe it's 360 right yeah yeah i think cool. so 360 degrees is that is the full revolution in the circle so getting back to what you originally said at the start, it only takes six minutes to revolutionize your life. Wow. So that's I where it started that. humble beginnings. <laughs> All started with a two minute noodle packet and a miscommunication. And it led to a little bit of a mantra where I was like, hey, I speak quickly. I reckon I can make change in a small amount of time. And now with all the work that I've done in relation to the unconscious mind, I've worked out that it doesn't really take long to make massive massive impactful change because the level of the unconscious mind time is experienced differently so you can literally transform someone's life in and, six minutes yeah i love that and could you share a little bit about um what what massive impact in someone's life actually looks like because i i think that a lot of people hear about coaching they talk about coaching and honestly there are a lot of like okay coaches and then there are a lot of yeah. really fantastic coaches yeah. 
And what can it really look like with a powerful coach who can cause an impact in six minutes? Yeah, great question. Uh, recently, I, I think this is probably the, the, one of the best stories I could, I could give. Because um, obviously I've facilitated massive change for lots of different people, but two examples immediately come to mind, especially on the back of talking about the power of the unconscious mind. So one of them is actually one of my coaches. Um, and we did our master certification together in uh, neuroenergetics, NLP, success coaching, time techniques. Uh, we did EFT, we did some Reiki, uh, master hypnotherapy, a whole bunch of awesome stuff. And it was it was nuts, dude. It was a long slog. It was about a month. We had exams. We had to do like 120 hours for each certification. We had a lot of pre-study to do, like all these videos and stuff we had to watch beforehand. Uh, it was it was a pretty serious commitment, and it was pretty serious uh, expense-wise too to get the to get mm-hmm. all the stuff. But um, but yeah, we had to each step of the way actually perform the task. It wasn't just like sit here and learn and and, and listen. It was like, no, you're doing shit every single day. You're learning the techniques, then you're getting feedback and you're going again, right? It was really, really immersive, but it was also seven hours a day of full intense work only with like, I think it was like every one and a half to two hours, we had like a 15 minute, 10 minute break. Um, So it was pretty intense, pretty intense. But that culminated at the end with a breakthrough session, which a breakthrough session is basically six to eight hours it's going into one area of your life and it's completely transforming it all the way from the roots. Not just this surface level, low hanging fruit, we'll trim back some branches. It's going all the way down and then rebuilding it all. So it's literally transforming a whole area of your life within the space of one day. Very, very, very fucking powerful. So I did one with my coach where I, I was taking him through the session. Mm-hmm. And he really wanted to work on the gym, fitness, health, well-being area of his life because he's a master entrepreneur. His wealth game, his business game, skyrocket. Relationship, really good. Every other area of life, ticking the boxes, except for this one. Always felt like working on his fitness was taking away from the business or whatever, and he just wasn't inspired to do it. So... He tried all these things. He had the money to go and hire PTs and coaches and invest. Mm-hmm. He had the time, right, to go and yeah. put the work in. Something was missing. So he originally did well when he was younger and he uh, was motivated to go to the gym and lose a bunch of weight because he was uh, more of a large kid when he was growing up. Mm-hmm. And then when eventually he got the girlfriend and all that kind of stuff, his motivation to do it kind of disappeared. And uh, he started to focus on the business and transforming that area of his life. So he was doing all the work, going to the gym, doing all the things. And maybe this is resonating with a a bunch of the, the listeners or viewers, but you do the work and you think, when I get fit, when I lose the weight, when I get shredded, when I get the six pack abs, when I get the, the big chest, the big biceps, I'll feel confident in my body and I'll have love for myself again and everything will be good. Unfortunately, what can happen a lot is you put in the work, you do the stuff and you can't stay consistent with it and you don't have love for yourself because you don't love yourself the way you are now. 
and then you start your growth and your results. That's what was happening for him. So what we realized is the whole issue was around body confidence and self-love. He couldn't go to the beach and take his top off. Even though he lost a bunch of weight, he still felt like he was fat. He was holding that identity, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that held him back. So what we then did is when we, we do a value solicitation at the start, we find all your values in relation to that area. And one of the top ones was self-love, body confidence. We did a couple of stuff. We had a break in the middle. He came back and I said, do you want to just go look in the mirror for me? He said, oh, I can, no, I just went to the bathroom before and like, you know, had a piss. You know, I would have seen myself in the mirror. I said, no, no, just go back and look at yourself in the mirror. He disappeared for like five minutes and came back. And the look on his face was just remarkable. He was just like, I, I, I feel like I look like a different person in the mirror. He's like, what the fuck happened? What did we do, right? Uh, it was crazy. And then when we did the values elicitation at the end, body confidence and self-love are no longer on the values list. He didn't need to express them externally because he already had them. Having body confidence and self-love wasn't an important part of fitness anymore. That was just part of him. And Mm. so I spoke speaking to him the other day, a couple of days ago, and he said he's uh, tennis three times a week. I think he's gymming three times a week and he's walking every day and he's eating healthy and, you know, he's he's loving life. Uh, And he feels inside that love for himself. He feels like he's sexy, that he's beautiful now. And now when he looks in the mirror, he can see that he doesn't just go to the gym, do all the work and then look at himself every day and say, you're a fat piece of shit. You, you know, you're not, we're not worthy of this. And so the way people think is when I have the stuff, I'll do the things and then I'll feel like I'm that person. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately they're just doing the equation the wrong way around. All the steps are there. They just got them in the wrong, wrong order. You got to be the thing first to then do the things, to then have the things. And that's how it works. Wow. I'm happy to give you a one more little story. I had a previous client of mine that we'd worked together and he had some stuff around his ex-girlfriend. They broke up. It was a bad breakup, all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure a bunch of people can relate to this as well, myself included. I can it's- relate to a bad breakup. <laughs> once or twice yeah yeah just once or twice yeah um and so he uh, actually had a uh, a child with this person and so even though they were separated now he'd obviously had to go and see her to pick up the the child right and they would do alternating weeks or something like that and um so i'd worked with him previously the start of the year and then i was talking to him uh, maybe a month or two back now. And um, I just sort of was checking on how everything's going. He said, you know what? There's someone I kind of need some help with. I feel like I'm, I'm past the the stuff with the girlfriend. Like, I, I'm, I'm, you know, like I'm no longer, you know, feeling sad about it. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of it's not like I'm not, you know, like, you know, he'd kind of come, come through it a little bit. And he said, but he said I, I just can't look at it. I, I go to pick up, pick up the sun. He always had a hat on and he, just, he goes, I can't look her in the eye. I can't, can't do it. Wow. And I'm sure we can all relate to that to some degree. Maybe not, not being able to look at someone, but maybe it's, you look at a photo of that person or you're reminded of a memory or for, for me, it's the biggest ones, the Snapchat memories that come up. Right. 
uh you know always a big kick yeah. in the teeth like oh man we had something right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it but, that's slow yeah 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 well <laughs> and i think also obviously like it applies to other areas of life too where there's like something happened i guess in other areas of relationships right yes it like especially like with other people something happened you got in a fight maybe you didn't get in a fight and that's where there's like this like yep. something you're like i can't yeah. see that person exactly exactly and um and he so i said look let's let's do an emotional clearing session around it right which is one of the stuff that i'm able to do you know master of time techniques one of the time techniques we use is what we call emotional clearing where we clear the top five emotions which is anger sadness fear hurt and guilt and the, the top five negative emotions, we call them. And all other negative emotions are basically formed from some combination of those top five. And so when you do that, so much shit changes. Even if you do that, so much, it's the, one of the biggest dominoes that you can do. Because uh, once you clear that, so much other stuff can change. It's, it's crazy. It's really, really, really cool process and very powerful process. It's one of the things we do as part of the breakthrough session as well. Uh, but this was specifically just around that. And then one, once we got talking in the session, we always set outcomes for every session. You know, and he was saying that he couldn't even, like he could see kids or whatever in the park playing and kicking a footy and he could see them experiencing happiness and joy, but he couldn't even feel it for himself. Mm. Like how crazy is that? Being able to see something, but it's separate to you. It's outside. And this is a perfect moment for an interjection because I really need to pee. Oh, okay. <laughs> Six minute bladder as well. <laughs> just, just do a quick. Um... So we're on here with Six Minute Steve, and he's uh, <laughs> headed to the restroom. You can really go. I'll... A, the bladder is just, uh, just cops are beating. You know what? I think that's okay. I um, I always joke that I'm the thirstiest person who ever lived um <laughs> wow uh i've only got one bottle here but often it's two uh plus the, the coffee as well so i just That's... came from the gym too where i had a, two separate it's a lot of hydration that comes through this that's good okay. comes in it goes out just like cash mate you gotta have a cash flow cash comes in cash comes out yeah very true. Very so that true. works. That's a, that's a little snippet for you entrepreneurs and business owners there. Uh, so, yeah, getting back to this bloke, we uh, we did this emotional clearing and you sort of said, you know, I, I can't experience all these kinds of things. And it, we, we basically, once we started to look at how severe this problem was, originally started was, oh, I just kind of, I want to get through this emotion. And it was this crazy list of stuff. Like, you know, I always wear a hat, you know, can't, can't look at her in the eye and all that sort of stuff. And... The crazy thing is, once we got to the first two emotions, the hat that he was wearing on the session just came off. Like he took the hat off or floated off like magic. He took the hat off. Oh, okay. But, but he wasn't necessarily like consciously doing it. Mm. And everything about his whole facial structure changed from that point. And even his eyes opened up wider and everything was so different. And I brought it to his attention afterwards. He's like, oh, like, I don't even remember taking the hat off. Like it was such a, wasn't like a, hmm, I will take my hat off now. Yeah, right? yeah. It was just, it just happened. There was a shift. 
It was a massive shift. And the craziest thing is I then caught up with him like a week or two later after doing this emotional clearing. And that same night, right? So we finished up say like quarter to eight order at night. He met up with his brother at eight. They were going out for dinner. Uh, and the crazy thing was they somehow attracted the attention of these girls because right? he couldn't have anyone else in the life prior to that because all this emotion was just stuck there preventing mm -hmm. him from really doing a lot in life and then not even an hour or you know the same night after doing this basically was able to pick up these girls and he said they were just like magnetized to him he's like i can't explain it it was so different to everything that had been going on like the three four five six months or whatever prior you know through mm. that whole time and suddenly started seeing these girls and just everything was changing for him and he sent me a message a couple of days later just this voice message saying i can't tell you how good i feel i can't stop smiling everything's just so different and just like it was just this amazing transformation just within the space of a couple of hours because of clearing all those emotions so when you talk about you know that it only takes six minutes to revolutionize your life it's like cool that's so true but imagine what we could do in the space of a couple of hours yeah massive massive change so it's those are probably some of the, the I suppose, easy to uh, understand yeah. examples because I feel like everyone can relate to fitness and self-love and relationships. So, whereas maybe not all your listeners can, you know, uh, relate to the stuff around money and business and all that kind of stuff, uh, which is other yeah. shifts that you can get through the same process. So. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for sharing both of those stories because I think it is a, a beautiful demonstration of like the power the power of change that can happen in an instant, in a few hours. And it doesn't need to necessarily be this long drawn out process to have things happen or have massive shift. And, you know, I do want to actually talk a little bit about um, the business side, the coat, the oh, money side, let's do um, it. you know, because a lot of coaches that I've been talking with, they have this, um, they either have worthiness stuff coming up and they also are like, they're also very like, I need the strategy. I need the strategy. I need the strategy. I need to get mm -hmm. the right info. Who has the right info, you know, to get clients and you, when you launched your business, you got it in a week, right? It, it was instantaneous or like not instantaneous. Obviously it took all the time up until, you actually went forward with it. It was your yeah. entire life experience up until that moment. But how, how can you, I don't know, what kind of insights can you share about like how you, how you think about money and how you think about attracting and creating clients for yourself. And maybe we can all gather some good info for, for us. Love this question, man, because there's a couple of key components here that are super important. First being values. So as part of the breakthrough session, as I mentioned to you before, we listed values at the start and at the end. 
one of the reasons we do this though, we don't just find out what the values are. And a lot of people do values work, but it's very generic. It's like, oh, what are your top values? And of course, for everyone, it's things like family and you know, work and all these kinds of things come up. But we just elicit values for whatever area we're working on. Because I don't really care about your values for business when I'm just focusing on your health and fitness area of your life. Right. I only care about those uh, those values. Same with business. I'm not really interested about everything else. I want to know about your values in business. Now, your values in business can still relate to other things. Like you might have a value on business. It's like, well, the business needs to grow or value around money because the, I need the money, right, to for my family legacy. And that relates back to your relationships and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe the fitness area of your life links to business because it's about being the ultra entrepreneur and being at peak performance, which includes making sure you're taking care of your physical body, right? Yeah. So they all can interrelate and they all do, right? But we list values just for that one area, which is really powerful. But the other cool thing that we do, we don't just do work with the values itself because everyone's like, oh, well, I have a value on money, right? I think everyone has some value on money to a certain point. Here's what a massive change for me was earlier this year. We listed my values and money was pretty low on the list. Okay, it was like originally number 12 on my list of values. Normally we only do top 10, but money didn't come into it yet. As an entrepreneur, having money that low on the list, very fucking bad thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah it's I not, can relate. Yeah, right? But all my other values prior to, like, uh, you know, before that, it's like impacting people and serving people and providing value and, and having this, this, this impact and really helping people change their lives and transform their lives. So they're really good values. Money is just a lot lower, right? Mm-hmm. And then my, one of the most interesting things, when we elicited the motivation around the value. So we can either be toward motivated or away motivated. Generally, we, it's a sliding scale. Some really clear examples of this, and we'll start with money. You're not motivated necessarily by towards making a lot of money, but you might be away motivated, right? So if you're toward motivated, you're motivated by you know accumulating large amounts of wealth for yourself, your future, prosperity, all those kinds of beautiful things. However, if you're away motivated by money, which a lot of people are, especially drilled into us as kids, you know, we watch the cartoons, the people with the money are the evil people, you know, the the whole thing, you know, I grew up, you know, religious as well, you know, the, the rich people are the, the the greedy people, that's sin, that's bad, you don't want to have that, you know, money can't buy happiness, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people struggle with away motivation for money. Now, away motivation is you're motivated away from being poor or being scarce or not having a lot of money. So then what happens is this little pendulum shit happens where you make a bunch of money, but then you're no longer motivated until it slides back down again. And then you feel like you're getting poor, getting scarce again, and then you're motivated again. And then you get these inconsistent results. And that was what was happening for me. So even at the start, as you say, I launched the business, made a bunch of money, right? And when I left my job, I had made, so in the weeks leading up to my job, I think it was about five to six, in, yeah, about five, six weeks, I had cleared about 26K, mm. right? After that though, I wasn't really motivated to get any sort of further clients. Like I was working with like eight clients. Uh, I had a group program. Everything was going really well for me. And then just slowly and slowly, you know, the the, the motivation kind of died off. And you know, it's like, well, 26K can last you for a long time. Well, not for me, because I spent a lot of money, like that whole master certification, 
that was like 15 grand right mm-hmm. so it's it's very easy to start then lose the money again and be like okay this is fucked down getting scarce again you get these inconsistent results in your business yeah not a very good foundation so a couple other examples of this is you know once again going back to fitness and relationships i think a lot of people can relate to that as well right Fitness, you might be motivated toward being a jacked motherfucker and having the best body of all time and continually upping yourself and being the best person that you can be. Or you might just be motivated away from being fat or being unhealthy or being whatever it is, right? And then so you start to get fit and then you come back and then you do these things, right? Same with relationships. I mean, we all know these people. Oh, I'm lonely by myself. Get in a relationship. Oh, and then they, we all know these people. They're in a relationship, not in a relationship, in a relationship, not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Or oh, they're in a relationship and they go on a break and then they come back. And it's this, I don't want to be lonely or I don't want to whatever be by myself. I want to be in a relationship. And then when they're in the relationship, they lose the motivation. Wow. They do this inconsistent mm-hmm. teeter totter pendulum thing and all the emotions and stresses that comes with that. Fuck that. So how do you deal with that? Great question. So when we listed mine, I was about 90% away motivated when it came to the area of money. And it was super low on the values list. By the time we finished the breakthrough session, so eight, eight or so hours later, money had come up to number five on the list. And I was 85% toward motivated to creating wealth rather than running away from scarcity and lack. How we changed that? A lot of it can even come down to just those clearing those top five emotions, but it's a lot of other unconscious change work as well. When I say unconscious, I mean, dealing with the level of the unconscious, not that you're necessarily unconscious while it's happening mm-hmm. conscious the whole time, um, but it's uh, subconscious programming. So a lot of the NLP techniques that we use, the neuroenergetic stuff, the time techniques, uh, as simple as even hypnosis mm-hmm. um, or meditation kind of work. A lot of that can, can change it as well. But basically, it comes down to similar to the relationships and the fitness, as you say, I think it comes down to a lot of the times of worthiness and allowing yourself to let go of those beliefs that having a lot of money will make you a bad person or that you don't deserve the money or that you don't deserve to be fit and healthy and letting go of that identity. Because here's the thing, the, the prime directive of the subconscious mind is to protect you. So if you hold the belief, right, mm-hmm. that you're fat or that you're not worthy of whatever that thing is, whether it's money or the fitness or it's the relationship, if you hold that belief and then suddenly your actions and everything else around you is conflicting that and saying, no, we're moving towards this thing. But you're like, but no, I'm this. That sounds really unsafe. If you believe and you have an identity around I'm a human being and there's gravity and all these things. And then suddenly we go into space and the gravity is all flipped on its head and everything that you thought you knew that kept you safe and gave you a degree of certainty is now in question. Fuck, you're going to fight against that. That's no longer safe. Everything I think I know is now no longer true. That makes me feel scared. That makes me feel unsafe. I won't do it. I'll sabotage myself. They want to talk about self-sabotage. That comes from what we call internal conflict, which is another thing. Part of me wants to grow wealth. Mm. Part of me thinks even in a small way, money might be evil or make me a bad person. And we literally talk like this. Or sometimes I kind of do this and then sometimes I kind of want this. 
or part of me wants to do this. And then so I go, okay, with all my training, parts, parts integration or, or what we call a, a internal conflict. And what, what that means is it's this, once again, this teeter-totter, this seesaw of these mm. two conflicting beliefs. And because they're at war with each other, you're getting inconsistent results. So that's one of the biggest things is these internal conflicts. And that's what we talk about coming back to alignment or congruency is understanding that both those two things actually want the same thing. So for instance, the part of me that wants to um, be really fit or jacked in the gym right, might come to having love for myself. But the part of me that thinks, well, I'm, I'm fat and I'm lazy and I'm unmotivated, right? Wants to keep me there because when we've overexerted ourselves in the past, we've then made ourselves sick or tired or whatever it might be. So they both actually are just trying to keep you safe and trying to preserve you and help you to perform at the highest level for whatever your reason is. So for me, it's that having an impact on people's lives. So generally all my values chunk up to that kind of same intention. Yeah. When you realize they both want the same thing, we can integrate them and then and you're no longer in conflict with each other. And the craziest thing about this is we always do what we call testing future pacing. So after you've, you've done the thing, you always ask, so how is that old problem you used to have? And, and how is it different now? And you're getting the person to affirm that, yes, I have undergone the change because they need to know it for themselves that, you know what, I have crushed that. And you need to know as the coach that, okay, we have dealt with this. And if we haven't got it fully, then there's more work we need to do. Because I don't. the job doesn't end until the job's fucking done for me. I don't care if it's like, oh, we've booked an hour. I'll book a follow-up session if we need to get more done, right? Mm. I'm committed to, to having that shift and that change first. But the coolest thing was when I was asked this question and I had one <laughs> done on me when mm -hmm. I was learning all it. I said, how's that old problem you used to have? And I said, I, I can't remember the problem. And like, I was legit mind blown for about 60 seconds. I couldn't remember what the problem was. I was like, I no, like, I don't remember what the problem was because it was no longer a part of me. It was all just integrated into one. Wow. So when you can have those changes on people, there is no, oh, I've got to sabotage myself because of the money thing. You can go and make 80,000 extra dollars this year when, you, when, you, when we go through a technique like that. Or you can go and have that jacked body because now no longer, nothing holds you back. Or you yeah. can go and manifest that dream relationship because you're no longer not worthy of it inside. And this comes back to the, you know, the ancient hermetic principles where they talk about as above, so below. The internal world affects the outer world. Whatever you believe or whatever's stopping you inside is going to manifest itself on the outside. And, and as you say, as, as coaches, as people and entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneur, as people and entrepreneur, as people in the entrepreneurial world and as people in personal development, we're always looking for that one system, that one thing which will allow us to achieve the results. Like, like as if I just I just wasn't given the instruction manual or I just I just don't yeah. have the right system. I can give you the perfect system. It's not going to work until all the internal stuff's out of the way. I can give you the perfect sales process, but if you don't believe in your heart and soul that you're worthy of that money from the other person, you're worthy of that sale. You don't believe that your product is the, that meeting that person's needs. You don't believe that it's all going to work out. Whatever you're going to walk into every single sales situation and you're not going to close a single person. Or you're going to get inconsistent results because sometimes you believe it's okay and other times you doubt yourself. And the times you doubt yourself, you, you're not going to close shit. Not a chance. So we always look outside ourselves for this perfect system when the answers are always on the inside. Uh, yeah. And once again, our job is not to solve the problem. Our job is to pop them outside their box so they can solve the problem for themselves. Yeah. 
Well, I think that that is an absolutely beautiful insight to, to kind of end this interview on. Uh, but before we do, I will ask one more question. I know we actually, we're pretty much right out of time. Do you have another time for a few more minutes? Dude, I've got, uh, I've got time now if you want to uh, get into it. All right, one more question. Is there anything that you wish that you had shared that you haven't shared so far today? <laughs> Massive question. Massive question. Um, yeah, sure, sure. So just getting back to the, one of the things that you brought up before about, yeah, when I started the business, I, I achieved massive success straight away. The reason that was, is once again, coming back to the internal world, I had belief in myself that I was able to help the people with these problems and I was able to be that person. But one of the biggest things that allowed me to have those people was I had been putting content out consistently for about six months. And when I say putting out content consistently, I'm not talking about, I put up three pictures on Instagram a week. Oh my God, I'm so good. I'm a, look at me. I'm, a, I'm great with my content production. And this is not necessarily talking to the people who are taking photos of their smoothies and their coffees and that kind of stuff, the regular day people. I'm talking about the, the people out there who are trying to hustle, grind, be the entrepreneurs, be the business owners. I'm not really a big proponent on hustling and grinding, but when people talk about they're putting this content out, I was doing probably upwards of about 10 minutes of a story a day on Instagram and then about 10 minutes over on Snapchat every single day consistently for about six months. Well, maybe not every day. I think it was, I think for a full month, I did it consistently both. And then I started to alternate, but I was producing a shit ton of content and I wasn't just writing a little caption or putting up a photo of myself and, and talking about how good I am. I was literally solving problems in that space of time where I was just constantly talking. What that allowed me to do, build up belief and confidence within myself that I could do it, allowed me to instill faith and confidence in other people that I was the right person to solve the problems because they saw me solve problems every single fucking day. And the first three clients I closed when I started that business in that first week were all people who were following me on both and watching my mm -hmm. content on both. And so business, I always put down to about four key things, which is your customers, your products, your sales and your marketing. And it's the connections between these things where people find themselves short. If you feel like you're, you know, you do focus on the customer, your products are good, you have good sales and you have good marketing, then you shouldn't ever have a problem. But it's like, you might have a great product, but you're not able to communicate that to the customers. So your marketing sucks. Or you don't know, you, you haven't actually worked out how your product is actually solving the problems for them. So you're not able to communicate that or whatever it might be. And that'll stop you in sales, it'll stop you in marketing. And it won't give you your belief in the, the products and it won't help you attract the right customers. So once again, you fail in all four areas because you're not able to communicate that. So if there's one thing that whether you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, or just a person that you could do for yourself that would have a massive difference besides all the emotion clearing and all the internal work that we just spoke about, it's going out there and speaking every single day. And not just sending a silly snap to your friend, but putting that silly snap on your story for everyone to see. And on Instagram, you can do like the close friends thing. Just let everyone see. Oh, but maybe it's a personal joke. Cool, let everyone experience that personal joke or whatever it might be. Express your personality. Let everyone see that because you know what? Even the people who I don't work with or who aren't clients, they're just the people who watch my stuff on Instagram will message me and I've never heard from them before and they'll say, you know what? 
I watch your stuff every single day and it really does make a difference. Whenever I'm going through a hard day or whatever, I'll just watch that and it'll make a difference. And that's what it's all about. When you talk about giving people permission to play a bigger game or having an impact or providing value into someone's life, that's what it all comes down to. Yes, I, I'm a business owner and I want to make cash. Yes, I have clients that I want to serve. And if I work with someone one-on-one, I can achieve great things. But if I can just impart a little bit of wisdom and bring some light into someone's day in some way, do something or say something that makes a change in someone's life or just helps them to break state and think differently for the rest of the day or something, and that makes it all worth it. And you don't have to be an influencer or a content creator to, to have influence. You just need to be brave enough to pull the phone out and record yourself and just let everyone see that because you don't know who needs to see that. People are going through some dark shit, especially in 2020, for goodness sake. So why not be that source of hope, that source of light? You know, they, uh, <laughs> when I was growing up in, in religion, they spoke about, you know, angels a lot in Christianity and angel just means bringer of light. So maybe it's everyone who's listening to this or watching this, it's your mission to in some way today, whether it's a conversation with someone at the gym or it's a conversation with the person handing you, you know, your coffee in the morning or it's a loved one or it's people on your, who follow you on social media, but just, Give the best version of yourself today. Give the best experience of yourself today and share that light. Bring that energy, that enthusiasm, that smile into someone else's life and just watch how much a difference that can really make. Yeah, 100%. Steve, where can people connect with you and watch your consistent content and learn and be inspired and be transformed absolutely spot on so for most of the socials just follow six minutes steve the one and the only no spaces no underscores just the number six minute and steve s-t-e-v-e uh if you want to go check out my facey the personal ones where most of the stuff goes up which is uh steve schultz which is s-c-h-u-l-t-z-e uh, if you're catching this before the end of December, I'm doing 30 lives before the year is out. So Ooh. I'm doing live every single day. So if you want to just come hang out, shoot some, shoot some shit and uh, have fun, then uh, jump around that one. And uh, look, even when the year's done, I'm sure I'll still be getting on and doing lives regularly. So go and go and check me out. Do all the things. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on Snapchat. I'm everywhere. So uh, come, come hang out. Come say hi. And uh, let me let me know that you found me through this podcast. <laughs> yeah, sick. Well, thank you so much again, Steve. And you are listening to the Entrepreneurs Connection Show. Go out there and be the bringer of light into someone else's life. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Entrepreneurs Connection Show. I really appreciate you sticking around and listening. I hope you took away some really valuable gems. If you did, if you thought this was an amazing episode, go ahead, leave a rating, leave a review, and let us know what you think. And if you're looking to connect more with 
me with the guests, you can go ahead over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash quantum connectors. That is where we are all hanging out and uh, you can join the community of other listeners and other entrepreneurs and go-getters who are looking to create an amazing life for themselves. So I can't wait to see you there. And thank you again. Keep listening, hit subscribe so you can get some more gems on the Entrepreneurs Connection Show.